Welcome to the summit of Mentor Mountain, everybody. My name is Cole Tanner, and if you think about it, for any project, it's important to have the right tool. And our bodies are the only tool we have to fulfill our purpose in life. So it's important we take good care of it. So we have personal trainer Tom Wutcott on the podcast today, and he's going to give us some wisdom that I, for one, was relieved to hear when it comes to taking care of my body. And, and I think that you'll find some wisdom within what he has to say. He's also launching a business called DivFit, which is customizing personal gyms within people's homes and commercial areas. It's really cool. So we'll get to hear a little bit about that as well. And let's just jump right into it. I hope you enjoy. Well, Tom Wutcott, thank you so much for doing this, man. Yeah, for sure, man. I love it. So first question, what inspired you to start DivFit? What inspired you and your partner? It started with me. I I, uh, I got divorced last year and that kind of shaped my whole future. And uh, within that process though, before I got divorced, um, I wanted to, I've always been into fitness. Like I've, I've loved working out and I've, I've loved doing all that stuff. I really like the human body. I think it's super interesting. Muscles, just the looks of everything. And so I've always wanted to have a gym um, until the last few years because gyms just don't make money anymore. <laughs> like, like I've done the numbers so many times. I'm like, maybe it'll change if I do this. Maybe I want a gym so bad, but like you do the numbers and it's just garbage. Um, mm. And it's a lot of work or you can, you can scale it and it, but it's just not, I don't think a gym is my actual passion. So I tried to do, when I was living in St. George, I tried to make a gym. I, I was like really set on like looking at some spaces and like starting a gym. Um, but in my, in my marriage, and I actually don't regret my marriage at all. It, I, like I learned so much and my divorce, I learned so much. It was the hardest time in my life, but I learned so much about myself. But I found that near the end of my marriage there, I was like, I was pretty lost, like, I didn't know where the Tom went, you know, like where'd he go? Cause I don't feel like myself. I don't, I'm not acting like myself. I'm not doing the things I want. I'm not, I'm not Tom. Where did he go? Mm. And so in that process, I switched majors and I did everything cause backstory of everything, but I went into accounting and I'm not an accountant at all. Like <laughs> I, I am not even close. Uh, I'm a people person. I hate mass. I like, I, I don't know why I went into it. So, mm. but I went into it and I even got my master's. Like, I don't nice. know. I, I thought I wanted to be a CPA. I was studying. Well, that's impressive. You did that. That's, that's a grueling process. Uh, it's like a, well, yeah, it, For it, me, it is. was, I like, hated accounting. Yeah. So I got all that and I thought I wanted to be a CPA. And then I, um, I, I was actually working an accounting job in school. And it was a sales tax place down in St. George. And um, they hired like a life coach team to like come and like help us work together as a team better and recognize everyone's strengths. And um, if you've ever heard of the Clifton Strengths Assessment or whatever, um, it's a really cool one. You should look it up. It's Clifton. But it orders 34 strengths from your strongest to your weakest. And mine were all like, includer futuristic communication wooing people like all these and adaptability like all these kind of like 
more outgoing, like go-getter type personality and strengths. Mm -hmm. And the life coach got on the call with me and she's like, she didn't even say hi to me. Like the first thing she did, she was like, Hey Tom, uh, before we start this call, I just want to ask you, like, why are you in accounting? <laughs> and dude, I'm not, I don't even know her name. I forgot her name, but if I ever see her again, I'm going to give her the biggest hug because she like, it clicked that day. I, I looked at her and I was like, I don't know. Like, I hate it. <laughs> That's you know? so crazy. So that started my thinking. And then around that same time, my coworker at that same place, he said, I'm on the board of my HOA and we always talk fitness with each other. And, um, I had a pretty nice home gym set up where I was in St. George at the time at my house. And, uh, he, he basically came to me and he's like, Hey, like, I know you like home gyms and you're into fitness. He's like, could you like start or could you redo our HOA gym clubhouse gym? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, you seem like, you know, what you're doing like, could you get rid of our stuff and order new stuff and put it all together and just like create a cool gym. He's like, I'm on the board. I could approve a budget. And I was like, that sounds so fun. <laughs> so, so cool. Long story short, I ended up doing that. And, uh, when I was doing it, when I finished it, I was like, that was the most fun I've had in years. Like, not even like I had so much fun. I was doing what I loved. It was cool because I was in the gym, but I wasn't having to like run a gym. I was like, this has potential. And then I started thinking, there's so many HOA clubhouses in St. George that like could use this, but I don't think HOAs are the answer because they don't want to fork out the money and they don't make money on the gym. It, it could be. In no, the future, there's a but... lot of red tape with HOAs. Right. But yeah. I think if we we're able to do it with that one, I think there's more that would do it. I just don't want to put the time and energy right now into HOAs. But anyway, that's how it started. And so I made a business card. I took it around St. George. I took it to like interior designers, anyone I could think of. Right. Yeah. And one of them told me to go take it to this one place and I took it and they ended up calling me. They were like, could you do a parade home? And parade, parade of homes is like, you fork out everything, right? You pay for everything. You do everything. But it's really cool advertising. So It's great. It's huge in Utah. Yeah. The funny thing is we only got one job from Prada Homes. <laughs> but oh, wow. We didn't, I was in the process of my divorce, and I, yeah. I wasn't down there, and I wasn't able to do everything I wanted to with it. It was so annoying. Mm -hmm. But we got another job from it. We did it, and it turned out really well. And... uh but I did the parade home. It was all in the process of my divorce. I moved back up to Northern Utah and Stu was divorced at the same time. <laughs> Me oh, and Stu, we went to high school together. We went to the same church mission together on the same day at the same, like left on oh, the same day, hilarious. came home on the same day. We, uh, we got married at similar times. We got divorced at similar times. We don't really go to church anymore. So we're kind of with each other with that. And then, we live pretty close to each other. We see each other every day. We're business partners now. It's just a good friendship and we got each yeah. other's backs. And so at this at the time that I was getting divorced, he was like, dude, I, I hate working. I hate like my nine to five. I was like, well, I do too because I was in sales at the time. And, and he was just like, let's just start something, dude. Like let's go clean gutters or go get generator and like clean driveways. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. 
Like, yeah. I said, okay, you're a good friend. Like, I got this idea, and I think it, I think it can take off. And so I approached him with, it and he was like, yeah, let's go. So we just have started this, and it's kind of just evolved. We did the home. We've done probably like we've done a few jobs now with each other up here and down in St. George. And so it's been fun. Um, that's how it started though. Kind of weird, but. Oh, that's great. I have a question for you. Cause I know you do personal coaching as well. Yeah. When should someone elect to use cardio versus anaerobic exercise? Well, um, I think, I think in the fitness world, I think, everyone confuses cardio with weight loss. Like we hear cardio, we're like, oh, we got to lose weight, go do cardio. Like, I don't know how cardio became this weight loss term. Does that like, does that resonate in your mind or not? Absolutely, yeah. Right? I mean, like go jog three miles to start losing weight. Yeah, and and you've heard the term, well, I don't know if you've heard the quote, but I, this is my favorite fitness quote ever. It says, um, most people run to be fit, but most people should be fit to run. <laughs> like, oh. like, get going running isn't going to do anything for you. I don't think, I mean, when are you going to need to run in your life? I'm not running from anything. Like when are you going to need to run? So, so recently I wanted to do something to upgrade my finances and I just ended up switching banks. It was a simple process and I didn't realize how much my legacy bank was taking advantage of me until I switched to SoFi bank they have so i have i could have so many different savings accounts to just i i'm kind of a nerd and i like to sort things out and all of my different savings accounts with them i'm earning 4.6 apy which is higher than the national average inflation rate my savings account is beating the national average inflation rate anyway that doesn't even touch on the fact that their investment platform that they have that's integrated into the bank and you can just have it automated it's no fees. It's just so easy to have all your finances in one spot, super user-friendly. I think you'll really like it if you're looking for a new bank. It's a huge, huge, huge upgrade for me. So if you're interested, check it out. You'll get 25 bucks with the link below. Cardio is heart health. Like it's, it's that's what it's like called, like cardio, you know, like right. it's not weight loss. And I don't know why people just hop on the treadmill and go to the walls just to lose a few pounds. Um, anaerobic or <clears throat> anaerobic, it's high intense, high intensity burn boot camp, relatively low oxygen. You're breathing a lot, but it's short spurts of energy. Um, but its main purpose is not main purpose, but the main thing that happens in high intensity is the depletion of glucose in your body. And what I've found with my clients that I have and that I've brought on, especially women, is they don't eat enough. They don't see, they don't have enough glucose in their body. But all of them are going to these burn boot camps and doing this high intensity stuff, you know, and they don't fuel themselves properly. So two things happen when you don't fuel yourselves properly and you do high intensity movements like CrossFit or burn boot camp or just anything quick and like sprints or something. Yeah. Um your body, when you eat food, it breaks it down and puts it in, it literally puts glucose and stores it, stores your carbs as glucose in your muscles. And if you don't have enough fuel in your muscles, you're going to, your body will go to the easiest uh, energy source available during high intensity. It's got to be quick. So 
it goes straight for the ATP uh, or just that just glucose in your muscles. And once that's depleted, it's not going to change energy sources. It's just going to keep eating away at your muscle. And so these women or men that are starting out that may probably don't have a lot of muscle to begin with, they're, they're depleting their glucose, depleting their muscle, and then they might lose some weight, but they don't look very good because they don't have any shape under there. You know, mm-hmm. like there's no muscle shaping it. Fat doesn't shape at all. <laughs> so a lot of women are afraid to be bulky or appear like manly. They're afraid to lift heavy weights. But um, if you want to lose weight, it's literally start lifting weights three to five times a week. Include zone two cardio, which is just your heart rate per minute is 115 to 130 somewhere in that range depending how old you are right Mm. instead of depleting glucose from your muscles and energy from there it's going to pull from the fat we're tricking our body to pull from a different energy source with the lower heart rate so that's going to pull from fat and really eliminate your fat percentage rather than your muscles um and it's not going to exhaust you it's not going to wear you out you're going to be a lot happier you're going to have more energy um and especially if you do it fasted, like right in the morning before your food, you can drink water, but before you eat, go to 15 minutes of zone two cardio, just walking on the treadmill, getting on the bike, walking up a hill, you'll burn more fat than high intensity, I guarantee you. That's so, wild. So yeah. 20 minutes of walking in the morning can burn more fat than high intensity. I think prior to like, wow, I've seen, I've seen studies on it and I just, I've seen it with my clients. Like I have this one client that does high intensity, like three times a week. And I finally told her like, we got to stop your body's like tired. It's not burning at this point. Yeah. Your Apple watch says Mm -hmm. you burned X amount of calories, but it doesn't work like that. Like you're exhausting your body. You're not fueling enough. You're not eating this throughout the day. Like it's not, this isn't good. Let's stick to a schedule. Let's lift weights. Let's, get some metabolism going. Let's do some zone two. And I promise you just stick with it for two months and you'll see some results, but too many people want an overnight six. So they do high intensity and they feel like, Oh yeah, I got that. Like felt good. And then the dopamine response and then all the communities doing it. And they're with their girlfriends at burn gay camp. And yeah, <laughs> I'm not against burnt boot camp, but I just, there's, there's better ways. No, but when you are doing high intensity workout, you wake up in the morning or whenever you do your workout and it's time, it, it, the time comes and you don't have the motivation sometimes because you know how brutal it is sometimes. Yep. And just you know, it's, it's fun to conquer <laughs> mental battles, but just going for a walk, that sounds so much better. And especially go for a walk in the morning and then after each meal, go for a five to eight minute walk. Like too many mm. people rush their food. They're at work. They got to work. They got to rush it. And then they just go sit at their desk. That's the yep. worst thing. Just go do jumping jacks for five minutes. I don't care what you do. Just start moving after you eat, and you'll see a lot better response in your body, in your digestion, in your energy, in your, like, you won't be tired, lose weight. It's it's just, walking's incredible, dude. Oh, that's so cool. So yeah. a lot of people, you say women especially, don't eat enough carbs. Not it's even not carbs, food. just food in general. Really, really boils down to protein. Yeah, like I think all the women I've brought on have been like 800 to 1,000 calories a day. And oh, wow. it blows me away. Like 
That's I'm like, nuts. how are you living? Yeah. How are you not hangry all day? And they're like, I just don't eat. I'm like, well, we got to fix that. Like food is good. Food is fuel. Let's eat. Yeah. Let's enjoy it. You know? So I like to think about it like a, like you're filling up your body. Some people do like the fasting. I'm not a big fan of that. I'm a fan of it if it works for you. That's that's what I'm a fan of. If it works for okay. you, do it. If you see results, do it. Like maybe my thing isn't the absolute best for you and maybe your body will respond better to something. I don't think it will, but do what works for you. But I think that eating throughout the day in small amounts, like, like I eat, about seven, 800 calories at a time. I don't, and I'm eating 4,300 calories a day. <laughs> I'm trying to bulk right now. Right. So, um, I have to space it out, but like for, mm. for women who just like don't eat breakfast all through and then don't eat lunch and then just like cram it all in at night. What do you think that's doing? Like you're overloading your body with all that stuff and it's not utilizing it properly. If you eat breakfast and then go walk, and then start your work day and then have your body get used to utilizing that energy and then eat lunch, go walk, utilize the energy till dinner, go like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like filling up your car to get to the next gas station. We're not, we can't make it all across the country in one tank. That's terrible. Okay. You can never do that for your car. But if, but if I'm going to St. if I'm going to Vegas, I'm going to fill up in Salt Lake, I'm going to fill up in St. George. And I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm probably going to fill up a little bit there too, you know, and your car can just yeah. constantly run. So, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. And that's something that is, <clears throat> is, I had no idea how good walking was for fat burning. I knew walking was good. And, and you know, you compare running to walking and how running can hurt your joints and, and hurts you that way. So it's like, man, just walk at a good pace. But I've yeah. never thought about walking for fat loss. And, and and don't walk slow like try to make it a brisk yeah. walk but yeah. like if you're gonna start running i would actually tell people to go find a running coach even though it's more money mm -hmm. go find a coach and they'll teach you actually how to do it and you won't hurt as much and you'll probably burn more fat but start with walking yeah that's great well thank you that is great wisdom to have um now i kind of want to switch it back to you and, and I ask this question because life isn't fair, right? It's not fair for any <laughs> of us. We all have different advantages. Yeah. And I want to ask you, what's one unique advantage you have had in your life that you've been able to utilize? For my business or for my... Any, in any okay. aspect of it. Um, <laughs> I do, I... I <laughs> I do have a good physique, okay? Like my, but I'm if you say your that. physique, I'm shutting this call off right okay, now. Okay, yeah, I know, but hear me out. I have two I'm, things. I'm kidding. I know. I, I, I'm lean, right? Like, yeah. but it bugs the crap out of me when people say, "Oh, you just started out lean." Like, "Oh, you just have good genetics." I don't think it works like that. You know why? Because. I am the most fit person in my whole extended family generations back. Like, yeah. like you look, you take any of my family right now, any one of them, mom's side, dad's side, down four generations. No one looks like me. I, yeah. I've worked my butt off and it's taken every day for years to get where I am. And I'm eating 4,300 calories a day right now, but like gaining muscle is actually really 
hard. Weight mm-hmm. loss is really hard. Gaining is really hard. It's all, but I think I, I do have a good physique. I will put that out there. Like I, I have a good shape of my body, but the other advantage, I think I'm just a really, I love people. I don't know where it came from, but I am so extroverted and I want to know every single story of any, like if I had my way, I wish I could just get to know everyone in the whole world at once and like hear their story. What makes them them? What makes them tick? What makes like, what gets them out of bed? So I think like in my business, like we approach people a lot. We network a lot, me and Stu and Stu's the same way. Like we're both just driven by people and we want to help people and we want to, we want to make friends with all sorts of people. And so I, I really do think like I'm, I'm not afraid to put myself out there. I'm not afraid to like be myself and I'm not afraid to talk to anyone I want. So that's a huge advantage, especially I think in our day and age when everything is screened through technology Yeah, and you know, you, you don't have that human connection anymore to have that ability and desire to, I think that's great. And, and really when we get to know people, uh, you can't, there's no room for hate when you have full understanding of somebody. <clears throat> agree, so. totally agree. Yeah, like if you understand someone's background and why they're, what makes them them, like why they are the way they are, it makes you love them more, you know? Like I, it's crazy, but I I, I just love meeting people and hearing their stories. So that's cool, I think man. that's my advantage. That's great. Well, thanks for sharing that. And, and I asked that for all of you out there listening, think of your unfair advantage. Think of what you can do to, you know, take advantage of your unique opportunities, whether it's your amazing physique or love for people or, (laughs) or just your connections. And, and you know, I will say like my unfair advantage and like, I am not a smart, like thinker, like, yeah, I am not quick to learn anything. Like put a textbook in front of me. I'm not a school person. Like. Do you, at Tiffanonis High School, do you remember Miss Richardson? I do. Yeah, math teacher. She's so great. Yeah, she's lovely. Well, uh, no, no, I love her. But she was for me. If she, she if was she, for me. If she ever hears this, I hope that she listens to this. But she also, I'm motivated by her like crazy because parent. I had a B minus in uh, algebra two, and uh-huh. I got sent to college prep. If any of you don't know college prep, they make it sound cool because it's college prep, but it's really just a review of algebra two. And all your friends go on to pre-calc. But, uh, and, and I had a B minus, but like, so I was doing okay. Like yeah. the term and parent teacher conference, my mom comes up to the table in the gym, you know, with all the teachers. And she, she's like, why are you sending my son to college prep? And she goes, <laughs> she doesn't know how much this shaped my life, like at all. But she, she said, I'm sending your son to college prep because I'm concerned about his thinking level. Oh. And like, I, I like I heard it and I was like, "Ouch, am I dumb? Man. Oh, like, am I stupid?" Man. And my mom's like grabbing my leg under the table because I think she's about to punch this lady. Oh in the face. yeah. And she That's goes, "What are you?" Yeah, she goes, "What do you mean?" And I'm, and she's like, "Well, I just when I'm on step five, he's always on step two. <laughs> <laughs> so what I, like, in the... honestly 
the next five years that really affected me and that like in yeah. school and in college i just always thought i'm just dumb i can't get this like i'm just dumb and it really affected me to the point where i really thought i was just stupid and uh but now i like i look back at it and i'm like i'm not stupid like i'm just no. not i'm not the best at that like right right you know um i'm not an honor student whoopee you know but yeah i'm i'm gonna do great things no matter what and so i i was actually really mad at her for a while but now i've kind of changed it and i'm like no i'm grateful she said that it made me think about everything and it put me in a good spot to like do something else with my life and i love it so so yeah that's my unfair <laughs> yeah that's an unfair disadvantage in a way but it, it, it sounds like you've you've turned it around and worked through it a little bit i yeah that's just so surprising to me because you know there i don't think she meant harm you know but no no but at the same time yeah i, I just don't think people think before they speak because <laughs> i don't that's either. just wild that yeah. that's and and we all have different processing speeds of our brain and i feel like i'm definitely on the lower spectrum of it all and uh, i've always thought that I'm just, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I think life is just not fair, and to be able to take advantage of what we can is uh, just what we have to do, especially with finding our purpose in life. Because I think life is the vehicle by which we fulfill our purpose, and and when totally. we work hard and achieve our potential, and when our purpose matches up with our potential, that's when true happiness happens. And I think we can't do that without figuring out our unfair advantages. Tom Whatcott with DivFit. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love it. And thank you so much for listening. If you like entrepreneur and self-growth related content, subscribe, drop a like. It goes a super long way as this is a brand spanking new channel. My name is Cole Tanner and I'll see you on the next one.